This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 155 is going to be from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. Give me the truth. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12 read, The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Give me the truth. The truth should be so important to us. We should want to have a love for it. Because if we don't love the truth, we're going to believe the lie of Satan. The lie that he's been telling all the way back to the beginning, when he would tell Eve that she would not surely die. He wants to convince us that we do not have to follow God. And when we do not love the truth, that's exactly what we believe. We believe that we don't have to follow God. We believe the lie that Satan is telling. And so God is going to send us a strong delusion that we would believe the lie. And no one's going to be saved that does not have a love of the truth. All people who do not love truth are going to be condemned because the truth is what saves us. It's what sanctifies us. John chapter 17 and verse 17. Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. So let's never take pleasure in unrighteousness, but always have a love for the truth. A preacher friend of mine sent me a little poem that I'm going to share with you right now. I thought it was really impactful and really strong. If you are my friend, if you are concerned about my soul, give me the truth. Do not flatter me. Do not praise my virtues while remaining silent about my vices. Do not fear the truth will offend me. Do not treasure our friendship, our friendly relations above the truth. Do not think by ignoring my sins you can help me. Do not think that being blind to my sins will prove yourself charitable. However I may react to it. Whatever may be my attitude toward you after you have done it, give me the truth. For the truth, and only the truth, can make me free from the shackles of sin, strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness, and lead me to heaven's joy. If I am wavering, weak, lukewarm, indifferent, neglectful, if I have become overtaken in a trespass, if I have been drawn into the pleasure of the world, If I have left my first love, if I have been led astray by error, or if I have done none of these, but simply need to grow in knowledge and be edified, give me the truth. The author of this is unknown, but there is so much truth in this, and it's how we should look upon life. Give me the truth. If you really are my friend, if you are concerned about my soul, give me the truth. Why? Because the way that leads to hell is broad, Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And the way that leads to heaven is so narrow, it only goes through one individual. It goes through Christ. I am the way, 
the truth, and the life. And no one comes unto the Father except by me. And so if you're concerned about my soul and I'm doing something wrong, then give me the truth so I can find the path that will lead me to heaven. Do not flatter me. Do not tell me that I'm doing good when in reality I'm not. Because the only thing that is going to do for me is lead me to the wrong place. Do not flatter me. Do not praise my virtues while remaining silent about my vices. Sin is going to lead us to hell. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 and 2 tells us that it separates us from God. And so we cannot sin and be in God's presence. So do not praise my virtues while remaining silent about my vices because my vices are what's going to condemn me if I don't repent. Luke chapter 13 verses 3 3 and 5, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31. Truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. And so do not praise my virtues while remaining silent about my vices. If you truly are my friend, you're going to help me come out of my vices. Do not fear the truth will offend me. And this is something that we've got to be very careful of. Do not fear that the truth is going to offend me, because the truth is what is going to save me. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The truth is what is going to sanctify me. John chapter 17 and verse 17, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. And so if you truly are my friend, don't worry about offending me. Give me the truth. Even if it does offend me, if I heed it, it's going to bring me back to God. And so don't worry about judging me. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5, the Bible says, Judge not that ye be not judged, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with what? And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye? But do not consider the plank in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. This is not saying do not judge. What it is saying is first judge yourself. Remove the plank out of your own eye before you can remove the speck out of your brother's eye. But don't worry about whether or not what you're going to tell me is going to offend me, because if you're judging a sin in my life, that is going to lead me to hell, and you're helping me to see that that is sin, and that I need to change my ways or I'm going to perish, then the outcome is better than offending me, allowing me to have the pleasures of heaven by showing me God's word. It's going to be worth it for me. So do not worry about offending me. Do not treasure our friendship, our friendly relations above the truth. If I get upset with you and I stop wanting to be your friend, but you have told me the truth, then you have done what God has told you to do, to go out into all the world and preach the gospel. The gospel is the saving message. And if I reject the gospel, then there's nothing left that's going to save me. But if you never do tell me the gospel even if it makes me upset, even if I don't want to be your friend anymore, if you never tell me the gospel and you know the gospel and you know that it has the power to save me, then you truly weren't my friend at all. Do not think that by ignoring my sins, you can help me. You can't. 
No one can help anyone by ignoring their sin. If we truly want to help people, we're never going to ignore sin. We're going to help them come out of it because sin separates us from God. Sin is what causes death in our lives. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. You see, sin causes me to die. But if you help me to get rid of that sin, then you have truly helped me. Do not think by ignoring my sins you can help me. Do not think that being blind to my sin will prove yourself charitable. A lot of people believe that they love people because they ignore sin. But in reality, that's the very opposite of loving people. If we truly love someone, we're going to want them to be in heaven with us. Now, we're not going to do this out of pride or anything like that. But we're going to humbly help people see that sin needs to be changed. Sin needs to be cut out of us, out of both of us. If we truly love one another, we're going to help one another in that pursuit because sin is not going to inherit the kingdom of God. However I may react to it, whatever may be my attitude towards you after you've done it, give me the truth. Let's love the truth so much that we want to change our lives to be in line with what the truth has to say, no matter what it is that we have to change. And there are going to be hard things for us to swallow, things that we've believed our entire life that sometimes are wrong, that we have to change in order to come to God. There's going to be people today that believe that baptism is not necessary for salvation. Their parents are going to have died believing that. And so they're not going to want to change that because of what it implies But I guarantee you, if you have parents that have died without being baptized, without being obedient to the gospel, they don't want you to come there. The parable of Lazarus and the rich man, the rich man did not want his brothers to come there. He messed up. He wound up going to the wrong side of the Hadean realm, to Tartarus, the place of torment, the place of punishment. And he would ask that Lazarus be sent back. He didn't want his family to come there. He didn't want his brothers to continue living that way so that they would be sent there. If we truly love one another, then we're going to change our lives. We're going to make our lives right with God no matter how hard it is to change. No matter how long we've believed something, if we find out that it's not true, let's change it because it's not worth going to hell over. It's not worth losing our salvation over a stubborn belief that the Bible teaches against. And so let's make sure that we react properly to truth. But even if we don't, even if the person that we're trying to help doesn't react properly to it, he's going to be better off for knowing the truth than he was before he knew it. However I may react to it, whatever may be my attitude toward you after you have done it, give me the truth. For the truth And only the truth can make me free from the shackles of sin. Strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness and lead me to heaven's joy. And this is something that we need to understand. The truth is the only thing that can make us free, John chapter 8 and verse 32. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. If you don't know the truth, you're in bondage to sin. The truth is the only thing that can make me free. 
It's the only thing that can remove the shackles of sin. It's the only thing that can strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given by all scripture is given by inspiration to God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. Scripture is the only thing that is profitable for doctrine. If it comes from man, then it's vain. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9, in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. It's the only thing that can strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness and lead me to heaven's joy. John chapter 14 and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. No one. In John chapter 1 and verse 1, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God for the truth. And only the truth can make me free from the shackles of sin, strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness, and lead me to heaven's joy. There's nothing else. Nothing else can lead us to heaven. The word of God is the power of God unto salvation. Romans chapter 1 and verse 16. If we forsake it, then there is nothing else. Give me the truth, no matter what the consequences of it are. If I am wavering, weak, lukewarm, indifferent, neglectful, if I become overtaken in a trespass, if I have been drawn into the pleasure of the world, if I have left my first love, if I have been led astray by error, or if I have done none of these, but simply need to grow in knowledge and be edified, give me the truth. If I am wavering, give me the truth. Help me to come back to God. Help me to stay strong in God's word. If I'm weak, give me the truth because that's the only thing that's going to be able to strengthen me. If I'm lukewarm, Jesus said he's going to spew me out of his mouth. Give me the truth so that I can remain with my Savior and that he doesn't vomit me out of his mouth. If I'm indifferent, give me the truth because truly this time of ignorance, God wants overlooked. But I can no longer be indifferent. I can no longer be ignorant. I can no longer not care about my fellow man. If I'm neglectful, give me the truth so that I'll stop neglecting my salvation. If I become overtaken in a trespass, give me the truth because it's the only thing that's going to bring me back. If I've been drawn into the pleasure of the world, give me the truth because the world is passing away and the lust thereof, but only the truth is going to be bring me back to God. If I've left my first love, if I've been baptized, if I've been walking with God, but I've decided that I'm no longer going to walk with him, give me the truth because it's the only thing that will bring me back. If I've been led astray by error, give me the truth. Or if I've done none of these, but simply need to grow in knowledge and be edified, give me the truth. Because the truth is the only thing that can continue to help me grow. If you are my friend, if you are concerned about my soul, give me the truth. Do not flatter me. Do not praise my virtues while remaining silent about my vices. Do not fear the truth will offend me. Do not treasure our friendship, our friendly relations above the truth. Do not think by ignoring my sins you can help me. Do not think that being blind to my sins will prove yourself charitable. However I may react to it, whatever may 
Be my attitude toward you after you have done it. Give me the truth. For the truth and only the truth can make me free from the shackles of sin. Strengthen me in the pathway of righteousness and lead me to heaven's joy. If I am wavering, weak, lukewarm, indifferent, neglectful, if I have become overtaken in a trespass, if I have been drawn into the pleasure of the world, if I have left my first love, if I have been led astray by error, or if I have done none of these, but simply need to grow in knowledge and be edified, give me the truth. Help us to have this attitude. Help us to always desire the truth. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.